0: podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. This is episode 28. Man, 28. I'm up there. I'm getting up there. We're just starting out. I'm uh getting up there. I'm glad I'm getting a lot of listeners. I'm glad you guys are out there and downloading and listening to the show. I hope you like the content. Tonight I'm gonna to be talking about Bigfoot. Yes, yes, Bigfoot. I love this topic. Because I've always been fascinated with Bigfoot ever since I was a kid, watching the uh, Patterson Gimlin footage of, of Bigfoot out in Oregon, you know walking through the uh, that old riverbed and man, that is just one awesome piece of uh, footage. If it's not faked, uh, you know there's a lot of of disbelief about is there really a Bigfoot? does bigfoot really exist and i'm gonna to have to say i believe he does uh there's just so many different uh you know there's just so much vast wilderness out there that we really don't we, we haven't even really re- you know been able to get out there and research how much wilderness is really out there and how much stuff is really out there that we don't know there's a lot of species out there that we haven't even confirmed i mean probably thousands and thousands of species that, are, that have never even been confirmed yet of what you know what's out there so is bigfoot real i'm gonna have to say yeah we haven't gotten a body yet but um or found a body yet but you know eventually uh, someone's gonna wind up killing a bigfoot it's gonna happen uh, it's you know there's only so much land and, you know, unfortunately we, as, as, as mankind are in, in treating on that land and forest. And, you know, we're taking a lot away a lot of the habitat of nature and animals. And, you know, when you do that, there's, there's always a conflict between man and animal. And unfortunately a lot of times animals lose because we have the firepower to really get rid of them. If they become a pest then what's mankind do we kill them off unfortunately we've done it with like the tasmanian tiger and the rhino i mean i mean just we you know we've just put so many animals into extinction into extinction, uh uh extinction that it's sad because it's not their fault that we're intruding on their land. You know, we're building as a as man, as a, a species ourselves, we're, we're getting larger. You know, we're, there's more people being born and, you know, it's just, we're in, the world's getting smaller and we're getting more. Man, I think that's why a lot of these diseases are popping out now as well. COVID and things like that. The more we expand our population, you know, the more... More diseases are gonna pop out, and we're gonna face more things like the stuff that we've been going through for the last two or three years with COVID and all these different diseases. And unfortunately, we're encroaching on animals and their land. And you know, eventually, we're gonna run into someone's gonna run into a Bigfoot in in a hunting situation or a camping situation, and they're gonna have a firearm, and this thing's gonna project a problem and. Someone's probably gonna kill it. I mean, let's be realistic. Someone's gonna wind up shooting a, a bigfoot and kill. It. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. But the technology we have now, and the weapons we have now, and you know, we have phones and we have cameras, and they don't seem uh, violent. You know what I mean? But we really don't know. We we haven't been able to study them. I mean, what we've seen in the woods, I mean, there are people that say they're violent. Uh, I mean, just like this thing in Alaska where they had a whole town that was uh, supposedly, you know, these creatures were killing off the village people up in Alaska, and they wound up shutting the whole town down. And it's no longer a town. It was like a fishery or something like that. But, you know, who knows? You know what I mean? You don't, we don't know what these things are capable of doing. Could they kill you? Absolutely. Could we kill them? Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of different things about them that they're paranormal and they're aliens and we really don't know because we don't we don't have a body. Unless you have a body, scientifically, we're never gonna know. And there have been incident you know incidences where they had, I believe that their military did come up with bodies with the uh, Mount, Mount St. Helens eruption. You know, they did say that the volcano had burned a few of the. Uh, they actually came across bodies that were burnt, that were Bigfoots, uh, Sasquatches, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they did come across some that were still alive. Allegedly, the government took these bodies and. You know, everything's surrounded in mystery with the government with our government, and you know are these things are the government keeping secrets from us? absolutely they do it for our own purpose for for our own sake because if we really knew some of the stuff that's out there, it would probably scare the shit out of you. You know what I mean some of the technology that's out there if we really knew and understood the power and the capability of it, it would probably scare us to death and Know a lot of people can't handle that, you know, can't handle the truth, can't handle the fact that there is other life in other solar systems, and uh, there are bigfoots, there are ghosts, there are these things. Some people don't want to accept that, but I do believe there is a bigfoot. There's just too many encounters throughout the whole United States, throughout the world. I mean, China, Asia, you know, all, all over the place. They're seeing these things and are they real absolutely you know these people aren't you know hallucinating they're seeing these things they're capturing them on film as well now we have technology you know we have cameras we have camera phones we have game trail cameras they're catching these things these things are real folks i mean they are elusive they are elusive you got to think they're they're you know bipedal creatures they walk on two feet they have a brain they can think uh it, it's just amazing you know that we haven't found one yet we, we found all the signs we find footprints and hair and uh vocalizations and things like that but nobody yet nobody yet nobody has nobody has yet to come up with a big foot carcass or a, a even Scat. I don't believe. I don't think anybody's ever any found, found any scat or or feces from a Bigfoot or or anything like that. I mean, it's it's a totally weird thing that we haven't found a body yet. But these things are in the vast in the vast wilderness, and one of them dies. Who's to say that they don't take their their dead and? And bury them because there are more than one they could dig a hole and bury them who do, you know who the hell knows maybe they eat them other animals eat them i mean you gotta think you know deer and stuff they die in the woods all the time how many times have you walked in the woods personally and came up on a deer carcass or a bear carcass or or anything of that nature in the woods i've haven't came up across many in the 49 years that i've been around um very, very few times have I've come, you know, walking through the woods and found a, a carcass, if anything. If you did, you might find little pieces of it. But a lot of times, other animals and uh, predators, they dispose of the body. You have buzzards, you have raccoons, you have, <laughs> you have all kinds of stuff that, you know, eat dead things. And, you know, when something dies, the earth pretty much takes it back, you know, it's it's gone either other animals eat it, or it's just after a while it's just dissolving away into nothing again you know sort of like ashes to ashes dust to dust you know so you know in pennsylvania i live in pennsylvania so uh you know i was looking online at some of the uh little pinpoints of where bigfoots have been sasquatches have been reported or seen or i'll tell you what Pennsylvania is loaded. Wow, man. I'm, I've been looking on this map, and there are so many pinpoints of uh, sightings in Pennsylvania. Wow. And, you know, it's a lot of them are geared westernly toward, uh, like, Ohio. We do have a bunch. I mean, they're all throughout the whole state, but a lot of them are geared toward the Ohio area, headed up toward, like, the Great Lakes. Um, Wow, man i'm looking at it right now online and it is a ton jesus i mean throughout the whole whole state and you click on some of these these uh pinpoints and there are stories behind some of these i don't want to read some of these tonight of people who have encountered some of these Bigfoots and uh while they're driving, whether they're camping or even at their own homes, so these things have been intruding on it, you know, intruding on them in their own homes and banging on their windows and their trailers. And oh man, that's that's gotta be a little unnerving, you know what I mean? Say so you're camping and you're having rocks thrown at your tent or you these knockings or these whooping noises or these screams that these things let out. I don't know if you've ever heard some of these screams that these things have let out, but good God, they would scare the hell out of you you're in the middle of the woods camping and all this it's quiet and all of a sudden you hear one of these screams in the woods. Holy shit, I would be scared to death. I would definitely have a firearm um <laughs> it would definitely I'm not going to any woods without a firearm I don't care. You can be all the mother nature you want, but I'm telling you one thing: if a bear attacks you, or a cougar, or a mountain lion, any you know, anything can attack you in the woods. That's a predator and uh, do some seriously bodily harm to you, even a coyote. Uh, a coyote will have no problem uh, tearing into you, and uh, I definitely not want to be on the receiving end of any wild animal uh, tearing me apart, especially a, a, a Bigfoot. You know, if I had to defend myself against a Bigfoot, yes, I would kill it. Um, if it went, if it had to come between me, my life, and that thing's life, I'm going to defend myself, and I would probably kill it. I'd probably be maybe one of the most famous or infamous people in the world, but I'm still going to be alive. That's for damn sure. Uh, there's reports of these things being... Up to four foot tall up to nine foot tall, ten foot tall, and uh, I work in construction, and I'm telling you what ten foot is big. if I' seen a bipedal creature ten foot hairy, muscular in the woods staring at me within you know fifty yards i'm I'm gonna be pretty scared. I don't know about you people, but i'm I'm gonna be pretty scared. And i am probably going to unload my weapon if it gets any closer than you know you start getting 50 yards isn't far it starts closing in within 25 yards you might want to be prepared to uh to shoot this thing um (laughs) if you want to find out what it's going to do to you then good luck because i you know i really don't excuse me you know i've been attacked by dogs and stuff as a kid and I can tell you one thing, getting bit by an animal is no fun. Uh, I've had holes put in my arms from dogs and stuff and from just stray dogs. And i tell you what, it's no fun. It doesn't feel good. That's for damn sure. And I couldn't imagine a creature at 10 foot tall weighing eight, nine 900,000 pounds grabbing you or biting you or, oh, my God, just like a grizzly bear. You know what I mean? Like the grizzly man that got ate by the grizzlies, you know? By that one grizzly him and his girlfriend uh the grizzly man that they did the documentary on he got ate by a grizzly bear him and his girlfriend got ate alive i mean i can't even imagine the pain that that man was going through and the woman uh i just i can't imagine it i that's terrible it's horrible and there was audio i think of that captured i don't think it ever got played there's some thing going around the internet that that was him but that, i think that's a total hoax but uh, i don't think the cameraman ever released that audio but you know I, it's just i don't know man are these things real i believe they're real It's just too many sightings i mean jeez i'm looking at this map and it's unbelievable wow it stretches from the maryland border uh, all the way up to the borderline of New York, uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, Cleveland. I mean, Jesus, thousands and thousands and thousands of, of reports. It's not an imagination. That it's not something that somebody's just you know imagining they're seeing these things, and a lot of these are in state forests too. Wow, you have you know the Susquehannock. Uh, state forest uh michelle state forest um jesus the alleghenies i mean oh my god it's everywhere old eagle state forest bunch of sightings in the bald Eagle bald eagle state forest but it's a lot out here to the west pittsburgh uh area around there I mean, a lot. What forest is that right there? That is Laurel Ridge State Park. They have had a ton of uh, sightings in there, Mount Pleasant. A lot of sightings. Good God. It is a ton. Right in this one little area right here, it is a ton. Wow. Nothing really special about it. It's it's a large wooded area. It there is there are homes there, but I mean it's a a large large wooded area. I'm gonna read one from. Uh, this is from Kenner, Kennerdale, PA. This is uh this is a, a report that was filed. Kennerdale, PA. Uh, 6 p.m. A man and two friends driving an old Buick Regal were parked uh, in front of the Rockland Tunnel, having a drink. That doesn't sound good, but <laughs> maybe they're having a drink. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Uh, let's see. They started. Uh, they started to notice rocks being thrown in their direction. Rocks became larger. Almost the size of a basketball, about the 25, 30-pound range. That's a pretty decent size. Size of a basketball, that might be a little, be a little bigger than 25 pounds. Uh, a rock, the size of a basketball, I'm talking probably 75 to 100 pounds. I don't think it's 25. Uh, they then heard larger trees and tree limbs being violently shaken and started to break and snap off. They, had a, they heard a blood-curdling, difficult to describe scream, which they also felt like uh said, like it was like rumbling in their stomach and their skin, like uh infrasound almost, uh that lasted about 15 seconds and was very, very close to them. They said at this point, despite being hunters and a military veteran, they decided to leave. As they were driving away on the road. They wrapped around and backwards going about 30 miles 30 miles per hour they saw a creature running and approaching the car from the woods the creature easily ran alongside excuse me ran alongside the car about three seconds and looked in at the man in the rear passenger side window he described it looking like a saint bernard's fur But hair at four inches tan color but also different colors. Its face was human like a man with a beard up to its cheekbones with a gorilla type nose. It had a dark reddish skin, which went around the eyes, nose, mouth, and its head came to a point. Like Harry and the Henderson's, like the movie Harry and the Henderson's. It had deep ridge. It had deep ridges around its eyes and head. Its strides were stretched from the front door creased to the back door. Wow. It was a male, and he observed its genitals moving while it paralleled them. Hmm. No woods to the eyes, all black. And then it just veered off into the woods. Hmm that's an interesting one that would scare the hell out of you huh you know see a bigfoot running to you in the woods uh running at your car and then keeping up with your car at 30 miles an hour (sighs) yeah i would have been flooring it been gone uh yeah no no there's another one here oh this is a good one because i know where this is at this is a mercer pa which is in mercer county it's a sky, uh, skyline drive uh, this is a really famous place where people ride motorcycles and stuff like that uh really pretty in the fall to uh go take a drive if you want to see the uh the changing of the uh the fall colors of the leaves and stuff beautiful beautiful place It says at 3 30 a.m on a cold rainy night a man driving on skyline drive from 62 saw a large tan deer colored figure about seven to seven and a half foot tall. That's big, man. I mean that's like Shaq, dude. Uh it was uh walking on the left side of the road, it had narrower hips and wide shoulders about three and a half to four foot wide with an estimated weight of about six hundred pounds. Dude, six hundred pounds of like a muscular hairy figure. Uh in not yeah no. Yeah, that's uh that's scary whether people say they're docile they don't they're not violent I, you know you don't know it's it's a wild animal uh it says his friend in the car ahead of his car also saw it except it was on the right side of the road at that time it was walking very smooth not bobbing up and down that's the that's the most of the story there a seven and a seven and a seven and seven and a half foot tall that is big man i mean that's like shack dude 600 pounds i mean if you ever seen a picture of shack that guy is ginormous and this thing weighed around 600 pounds man he could rip you from limb to limb i mean and who knows what kind of you know teeth it has you know i mean it's scary, man. I mean, there there a lot of people make it out to be really a docile kind of uh cryptid or bipedal man, or I, I really don't know what what they are. Are they some kind of off off breed of us, or you know, Gigantopithecus, or you know, who who the hell knows? It could be something from the Ice Age that survived. You know what I mean? It could be uh a, a A descendant of Gigantopithecus, which is, you know, the the big great ape, you know, that came from Asia that crossed over the ice bearing when when there was an ice bearing, you know. So, is it one of them? It could be. But, I mean, I couldn't imagine running into this thing in the woods, and you're by yourself, and it's a seven and a half, eight foot, nine foot, hairy creature. Good God, man. Yeah, I'd be a little worried. I'd be a lot worried. There's so many stories, uh, and they all these have stories to them too. Um, This one's in uh, Cadogan, PA, Armstrong County. This is this has got a long description. Uh, It happened at dusk, since I was fishing at the uh, Cadogan. On the Allegheny River, a lot of things on the Allegheny, man, a lot, a lot of sightings there. On the Allegheny River in western Pennsylvania, I parked at the top of the ramp going down to the river. It's not a boat ramp, just one for for backing, like four wheel drives, down to the water. It's getting to be uh, just about twilight. when I hear something moving down the hillside across from us. It's steep, but not too steep. I hear barreling down the hills. But the brush is thick and really high better part of 12 foot i'm waiting for a black bear to hop onto the road but it doesn't it just stops in the middle of the last brush right beside the road thinking uh it was still a bear i usher my friend and his four-year-old daughter down to the river there are a bunch of rocks there a variety of sizes i'm still at my car less than five feet from my door and this brush is a good 30 feet away so I know I can make it to my car and distract it with my horn and engine if uh, if it comes toward me they're thinking it's a bear so he's thinking well if it comes I can distract it with the horn until we get in the car and get out of there so and yet it never leaves the brush it just shakes it violently it's like it's like it's in the bush and it's shaking the bush violently. Um, I stand there about five minutes and I can see it make its way up the hill. I didn't realize it was pushing the small trees around it. I wasn't uh con- I wasn't connecting anything because of my uh adrenaline was so high because I thought it was probably a bear. I never saw it and it was too dark by that point. I walked back I walked back down to the river. We're gathering up all our stuff. It's getting way too creepy. We're packing up and I can hear knocking sounds coming from the in, from the hillside. Which is a typical thing for uh Bigfoots to make this knocking noises with uh, other tree branches, you know, banging them on tree trunks and stuff. We call it tree knocking. It says uh I can see a group of people downriver from us, but they aren't near any uh they aren't near any trees. They're actually on an outcrop, and about twenty feet away from the uh, tree line, this knocking is about is about twenty or thirty feet above us, and slightly upriver. And even they had even they had reacted to it, looking around, not knowing what's making that sound. I yelled to them about possibly being a bear. They said they heard something coming down the hillside. And see my buddy running towards the water, they thanked us for the heads up. As soon as they thanked us, a rock came flying off the hillside. In between us and them, we actually saw the rock hit the water. They jumped as I did. We really weren't expecting it, expecting it to hit the, hit the water as hard as it did. I turned around to see if my friend was up on the hill, messing with us. As I turned, he was just a few feet behind us, holding his daughter, and both were white as a ghost. Yeah, I bet the hell they were. I decided to reach down, grab uh, grab a rock to carry it with me, just in case it got real. I guess you means there's something that uh, Pop Dad's going to hit with the rock or something. So three more times we heard these rocks hitting the water, and I just had enough. Our sight was all cleaned up, and I took it as a perfect time to retaliate. Not my best decision, <laughs> but I knew where, but I knew where they were being thrown from, the, meaning the rocks, that damn brush up there. So I chucked it. I knew there was, I knew there wasn't any trees around. I figured if I threw it, it would probably blow right through the through the brush, but it didn't. It made a sound like someone who was beating their chest, and it rolled back out towards me. That means it hit something that was in the bush. I hit him in the chest or something. He said I actually heard whatever I hit. I put it on there, I actually heard whatever I hit get the wind knocked out of it. And it hit the hillside, it takes off down the road towards the other group. They start screaming in utter terror, screams, and start throwing whatever they could at it. Uh, I'm just standing there bewildered at this point and watching them scatter scatter uh, watching them scatter about through the woods. A few of them went into the water, and the rest ran towards me all of a sudden, someone yells, "Get in the truck!" They take off to their truck. They literally left everything. Nobody grabbed anything and they took off. I'll never forget their screams. I ran back up the hill, hopped in my car. My buddy ran with his daughter right after they stated, they, right after they started shouting, he was crying. And I, I've known this man for 20 years. I can he said, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen this man cry. I started up my car, and we hightailed it out of there. Never seen what it was. I put everything together later. That night, it's been five years since it happened, and he absolutely refuses to go back down there again. Damn shame, too, because it's an amazing catfish spot. Well, (laughs) I don't think it's worth losing your life for to catch some catfish. You can go anywhere and catch catfish, though. I don't blame his buddy for not going back there, because I know my ass wouldn't go back there. Uh, I I love fishing, and I tell you what, I wouldn't wouldn't risk it. That's for damn sure. That is some creepy stuff, man. And and there was multiple witnesses to it, too. So it it didn't sound like it was probably a bear, because usually a bear is only going to attack you. And black bears aren't really that aggressive. Uh, I've seen plenty of black bear. and, you know, I went to Canada and seen them, and they weren't really aggressive. And I did see them with cubs, and uh, they were around our cabin, and they weren't really that aggressive. Not like a grizzly bear. A grizzly bear will probably tear you apart in about two seconds if it's got, you know, a sow comes between, you come between a sow and its cubs. But uh who knows what these Bigfoots can do? These Sasquatches, or whatever, yowie, or whatever you want to call them. Um, if it has young, who knows maybe it'd be like a like a Bigfoot, and your ass is done you know you're gonna get tore apart i i wouldn't want to find that out that's for damn sure that's that's scary man that's really scary let's see i'm gonna pull up a couple more here um this is from copal pa i mean there are so many stories of, of these encounters oh my god it's unbelievable this is from copal pa beaver county uh, says location details. It was about eighth of a mile from the uh Wampa Mushroom Mines. Mm, mushroom Mines. Oh, well, maybe these things here are not only meat eaters. They eat, you know, vegetables, mushrooms, and things like that. Why not? It's in the Copple Strip Mines. Nearest town, Copple. Nearest road, eighteen Big Beaver Boulevard. Wow. See, it says hello. I am from Copel, PA, Beaver County. It says, I have miles and miles and strip mines and mushroom mines all around my house. It says, editors new mushroom mines are underground coal mines. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm thinking they're mushrooms. <laughs> That's what I did but to know about coal mines. They're underground coal mines that were converted into subterranean farms for oh well, I guess they are for grow mushrooms. Okay, for grow mushrooms. So basically turn they turn coal, uh coal mines into mushroom mines to grow mushrooms. Okay. Mushrooms grew very well. Mushrooms grow very well. In these tunnels, because the air temperature and humidity remain very stable and constant throughout the season. Uh, modern methods for stabilizing the temperature and humidity have made mushroom mines mostly obsolete. So, most of these tunnels have been abandoned. Okay, so this is where now you're getting into where Bigfoot may, may be inhabiting these tunnels for shelter and stuff like that. So, they, yeah, this is creepy. So, since I was in a strip mine by the Wumpa mushroom mines, and heard a loud groaning sound uh me and my buddy and i went to make sure no one was hurt we saw a large frame figure all dirty brown color i think it was brown a brown bear he said i was thinking it was a brown bear yelled very loud to spook it and make it run but the large figure turned and looked at us. Wow. Just turned and looked at us. He said he said and when it looked at us, it looked at us in the eyes, I mean directly in our eyes. And then ran. He said I never believed in Bigfoot, but this is hard to ignore. It stood about six feet plus. So it when I run out I don't know how big it is, it's just saying six foot or more. Very thick build, kind of like a heavyweight boxer. The hair was medium in length, dirty brown, closely rem- resembling a brown bear. The figure was not very threatening, but instead just ran off into the mines. So it's using the mines as shelter, which is pretty wild. Uh, we looked for it for about an hour or so, but didn't see it again. Also noticed uh, we both heard a lot of groaning sounds nothing else seemed out of place other witnesses there were two witnesses we were on our way to explore some trails looking for good quad trails for four-wheeler trails and uh had come across the same thing too uh never heard much about sightings in pa other than from this site hmm time and year conditions it was uh, like seven forty-five a.m so it was in the morning just getting light in the woods hmm. so it sounds like these things are using like kind of strip mines or mushroom mines to uh probably inhabit it to you know to live and get shelter and stuff like that so i don't know i mean are they real i would i would think so i mean jeez from what i'm seeing with these sightings not a lot of them are going to a lot of detail. That's just some of the ones I've read with uh, detail. But, you know, if you ever want to see footage of Bigfoot, you just go to YouTube and type in the Patterson-Gimlin footage of Bigfoot. It's pretty compelling. I mean, a, a lot of people say they fake the video, but, um, you know, to me, it doesn't look like the, it, it's fake. It looks very real. Uh, it's shot in an old, old... Uh, 35 millimeter uh camera or something like that i mean it's really old footage but it's really really compelling yeah you know, i mean it's it's pretty awesome so i'm gonna read another one this one is from Myers pa which is in somerset county which i've been to somerset county uh quite a few times for paranormal investigations never a bigfoot investigation I'm still waiting for somebody to give me a Bigfoot investigation. I'm ready. I want to check out some Bigfoot stuff. It's kind of, kind of scary. I mean, I don't like going into the woods at night without a without a weapon, but um, I would do it. But I'd probably have a weapon. But how uh, some of these people do it. You know, I think they think they're more, more uh, human than animal. But oh, excuse me. Um, I don't know. I don't. Is it more? Human than animal? I don't know. That's that's a decision you'd have to make uh, on the fly, or are you going to survive that decision? That's the problem. Um, I think I'd rather survive that situation and not really come across it, but you know, who knows? But this is from Somerset County. Uh, this is My last encounter was again outside of Myersdale, PA, which is Somerset County. My friend and I uh, were hunting on, it on his uh, aunt's property. After we parked, we started up a hill that gets steep. Where the woodbine wood starts, we split up. He goes off to the left, I go off to the right. We went all the way to the top of the hill to a deer stand that, uh, that's in the woods about 40 yards from the field. This was our third day there. As I was climbing up the deer stand, I hear a distinct whoop, like a whoop, whoop. Like Bigfoots usually make this whoop whooping noise. Um I would estimate a hundred yards ahead of me. I decided I didn't want to be sitting, be a sitting duck in the deer stand, so I climbed down and went back into the uh into the field where I sat. Once the sun began going down. I decided to uh, walk back down the hill. Now inside the woods was pitch black, which it does get dark as hell at night in the woods and really gets super creepy. Uh, But there's still some light in the field. Once I got to the bottom where the woodbine curves, I heard footsteps. I looked up and I saw a silhouette walking on the uh, other side of the brush where the woodbine curves. I figured it was my friend who decided to walk up to meet up with me since it was getting dark. I said, "Hey, did you see any deer?" And all of a sudden, this thing tore into the woods and made its way up the hill. I knew this was no person as it was pitch black in those woods. And there was so much debris there is no way a person could move at that speed. This thing was clearly, clearly bipedal. The footsteps were so loud and pronounced. He said, My friend came out of the woods about 60 yards away. I saw his light before I saw him. He said he heard someone walking around and also questioned me about the whoop, the whooping noises that we heard. As he thought it was me, that I did it. It was then that I introduced that I interest, introduced him to the Bigfoot world, and he said, "Damn it, I never thought about that. That was all weird stuff too." He said, "I heard." He said, "I heard it up there until you showed me all this, beep beep beep, in other words, it's shit. Uh, until you showed me all this shit. Apparently, he has heard things." Up in the woods before, but needless to say, we didn't go hunting up there anymore. So they didn't go hunting on that property anymore after they heard that. So it's pretty, probably a pretty smart move. But you know, they did have a gun, so you know, if things would have got squirrely, hey, maybe maybe they would have, you know, got their first encounter and popped the bigfoot. You know, if they would have popped the bigfoot, you never never know. Now I don't live too far from Caledonia State Park. Like, I used to ride uh, quads up in Caledonia. Uh it's up near like Shippensburg and stuff like that. And uh a lot of mountains up in there. Cool place to ride four-wheelers. Now, like I said, I did have a really weird encounter with my brother in the uh in Caledonia State Park. Uh it was really, really weird um uh, i've I've told this story before but you know it, it's <laughs> it, it's weird man like it, it was weird because i've never been into the woods where you don't even hear bugs you know i mean yeah but we were riding four wheelers all day and we we got tires so like, hey man let's stop you know we're just driving and we came across this clearing in the uh in the middle of the woods it was kind of a weird clearing too because It's an all wooded area, but then we come across this open spot where there was no woods. You know, it was just an open spot, no trees. So we, you know, we we stopped and, you know, I'm sitting there in my my quad. We got it turned off and we're drinking our Gatorades and we got our helmets off and we're just bullshitting, you know, in the woods like guys do and, you know, talking about where we're going to go next. And man, it just got weird. Like all of a sudden, it got weird. It got totally quiet and there was no noise. Not, there wasn't a bird. There wasn't a bug. I mean, we're talking summertime now. There wasn't a bird. There wasn't a bug. It was dead silent. And I'm like, I looked at my brother and I'm like, listen, he goes, what? I was like, you hear that? He goes, no, what? I'm like, exactly. So there's not. One single sound. He was, yeah. I was like, So, this is one of those times that's telling me we need to get the hell out of here. He's like, Why is that? I was like, I just got a bad feeling. Like, eh, we don't belong here. He's like, Why? I was like, Dude, there's no sounds. He's like, Yeah, I'm like, We're in the middle of the goddamn woods. He's like, Yeah, I'm like, That doesn't seem strange to you. You don't hear a bird. You don't hear a bug. He's like, Yeah, I was like, let's get the hell out of here. He goes, yeah, man, that is kind of weird. I was like, yeah, we got our helmets on. We didn't see anything. We didn't smell anything. But I'm telling you, there was something there. And it felt like it was watching us. And uh, it was the creepiest feeling. I'd never seen a Bigfoot, never have. But I think that's probably the closest thing I've ever come to a a Bigfoot encounter was riding those trails. And I tell you what, I never rode that trail again uh, when we were up there. Uh, me and my brother kind of stayed away from that trail because it's really off the beaten path and not a lot of people ride it and uh it's a difficult path so we just never went there again i said i'm not going back there it was off definitely off the beaten path of where everybody rode and uh i didn't like it i said yeah this i said there was something there and we talked about that afterwards i was like "There were dude i'm telling you there was something there said so we couldn't see it but it was there he was yeah man he said i've never experienced anything like that i was like it, he said dude i'm like we're in the middle of the woods man you don't hear a bird you don't hear a bug i mean it was completely quiet it was the weirdest thing i've ever experienced in the woods and, and i've been in the woods uh, a long i've been in the woods my whole life uh in and out you know between hunting and fishing. And my dad introduced me to the woods at a very young age. Uh, we used to go walking through the woods to go fishing and things like that. And uh, we never really experienced anything like that. And we were in the woods quite a, quite a lot when I was a kid and uh, I never experienced anything like that ever. I, was, I always felt comfortable in the woods. And uh, that was one place i never ever, I didn't, did not feel comfortable whatsoever. And I think that attributed to maybe there was a, a bigfoot there, uh, or, or something. That's just there was something there. I, I can't explain it. It was. I'm telling you, folks, it was weird. If you if you're ever in the woods and you know the woods, there's always nature going on. You hear bugs, you hear birds, you hear animals uh, running through the woods. To hear quiet, it's kind of like a weird thing. Like I, I worked in the prison system as a as a young man. And, uh, you know, when you go into a prison and you walk into a a lunchroom or something like that and you just hear quiet, you know, something bad is getting ready to happen. Uh, That's just how when you hear, you know, prisons are loud. So when you go into a prison and you walk into it and you hear dead silence at a lunchroom, something is getting ready to go down and you better be prepared to get the hell out of there. That's quite exactly the way I felt in those woods that day. And uh, I'm glad I didn't see anything. I wish I kind of would have seen something, but I didn't. You know what I mean? But I know whatever it was, it gave you that vibe like, nah, you're not supposed to be here. You know, you need to get out of here. And, and that's what the hell we did. We got out of there. And I never went back there again. And I don't ever plan on going back there either. So I'm going to read a couple more stories here. Um, This one is from Franklin County, Pennsylvania, White Rocks, B.A., Franklin County. A lot of Bigfoot sightings up here, too, in Franklin County. Uh, From what I'm seeing on this chart, I mean, it is a ton. Wow. This one's kind of like what I experienced. So this one's in Franklin County. Uh, Time of day is at night. So uh, it says... uh, we were camping near the edge of a rock face called uh, Brown Rock. Uh, during the night, while I had a small campfire, I keep feeling like I was being watched. I can never see anything. About thirty yards from my hammock, where where my hammock was set up, there's a nice flat spot. Half an hour after putting out my fire. Leaves were brushed about with branch snaps for about 15 minutes. It ended up with a loud grunt and a small roar, and then took off full speed through the woods, let out that sound two more times. It was fast. They said it was very fast. Into the forest, and a little after midnight and the foot that was right here and the footfalls were very heavy Oh, okay the foot one well, i don't know why it's a footfall, this is a footsteps but it says uh after midnight the footsteps were very very heavy and, it, and and it left about 10 minutes only to return and repeat the same actions as before the brush for about another 10 to 15 minutes then it was gone. Never heard never heard it come back or leave. These were hikers. They were backpacking up in the uh, mountains in there in Franklin County. Wow. So they did hear footsteps, they heard the uh they heard Leaves brushing around, they heard a couple of loud grunts and then a small roar. Uh man, I don't, I don't know how people do that shit at night. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do that at night. Uh you know, I even in your own house when you go to sleep um i like a lock on my door <laughs> like you're in a wilderness you have like no protection unless you have like i said unless you have a weapon um wow man here's another one this is in uh Edensburg, pa in uh cambria county uh daytime a group of people hiking saw a non-human face looking at them from behind A tree for about 30 seconds before it ran off it was about five to six foot tall they have also had other sightings uh, near the shelter structure covered in the pines uh, and vocalizations near their homes around the same time frame man I mean there's a lot right in this little area right here this is all in uh, Cambria County it's a ton 1 a.m., woman fishing alone in a concrete dam barrier. Heard something walking down the road. She looked and saw a hairy, massive brown figure about six to seven and a half foot tall. She shined her flashlight, and it reflected back yellowish-green eyes. Woo, Creepy. It seemed to ignore everything she did as it covered a large distance with its strides and then walked into the woods. This is all in the same county right here. This is Cambria, Cambria County. There's another one, 5.15 a.m., Cambria County. Uh hunter going to his tree stand smelled a, a musty smell, which is uh, associated with Bigfoots. They say when you go into an area and you have this really disgusting, musty smell that it's uh, it's possibly a Bigfoot there. Just as the hunter's going into the tree stand, smelled a very musty smell. He then heard a whistle-type sound something walking around and breaking large size branches and then two whooping type sounds which they make these whooping ta- type sounds like whoop whoop like that uh through the woods and uh in here two two uh whooping type sounds uh he stayed in a uh tree stand later felt like he was being watched while gathering the gathering the deer so he did shoot a deer and uh, his friend also had a, heard similar type sounds as he was uh hunting that day as well i mean i'm clicking all on this is all the same county this is in altoona which is uh really close to there in altoona pennsylvania which i've been there that's where uh, state college is not far from where penn state is it's not far from uh, altoona uh, this was a turkey hunter. A turkey hunter seen a human-like creature walking away from him at approximately 75 yards. He described this, this creature as 7 foot tall, weighing around 350 to 400 pounds, covered in reddish-brown hair, walking hunched over. creature walked away into the thick brush on 2 feet. Wow. Geez. This is another one, Blair County. These are, this county is all right. These three counties are really, really close to each other. Uh it says uh, this one's in Blair County in Claysburg, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, while fishing alone, a man was being watched by a large, dark, shadowy figure. He ran to his car, not returning, and the figure also made loud, crashing sounds as it ran uh, into the brush and into the woods. Man, so many. Wow. Here's another one. Cambria County. Mother and daughter see a seven foot, seven foot dark colored creature cross the road and go up a steep embankment, leaving its arms, what's it say, leaving, man, leaving its arms at its side. Wow. So basically it didn't grab anything, he just ran up the side of the hill with his arms at its side. Wow. Pretty awesome, man. I mean, there's so many stories. So many sightings. There's another one. This is in uh, Mahaffey, PA, in uh, Clearford County. I mean, these are all really close to each other. Uh, four friends camping were uh, being harassed with a whistling sound. And being followed, they fired a BB gun and a large rock came flying at them within 10 feet. They eventually saw a brown head about seven foot above some brushes and decided to abandon the trip and get out of there for the night. So they were shooting a BB gun at a a Bigfoot. (laughs) Not a very smart idea. Good lord. People are crazy! Wow, so many, so many accounts. And another one. This is a small one. Cambria County. Two men driving noticed a seven-foot hairy black creature running upright in a clearing near the windmill farm. Wow. It said it jumped over a fence, that was. Over six foot tall. Just one jump. Cleared the fence. Jesus God. Wow. Here's another one. Somerset County there. Wow, man. This is in uh, Ogle Township, PA. in Somerset County. 10 a.m. while hunting in Ogle Town. Just outside of uh, Wim- uh, Wimber, PA. On well, the first day of rifle season, between ten AM and ten thirty AM, I hear a loud, deep, guttural whooping noise. The sound echoed through the woods like nothing I've ever heard. There were what the hell did it say? It said there was two. He said there was two loud 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 noises like he never heard before. There were two. Like they were were communicating back and forth. They were whooping back and forth at each other. And uh, he said, I could hear off to the right and then off to the left. These two whooping, making whooping noises back and forth, back and forth. So this went on for a half an hour or more. While the sounds kept moving from left to right, I also heard some tree knocks in between these whooping noises. These sounds were also heard by my nephew, who was about three hundred yards from me. It sounded like they were about four hundred to five hundred yards away. Downhill it sounded like they were about four hundred to five hundred yards down the hill, through the woods, from me. He said there is a big swamp area there. He said I was fifty-three at the time. I've hunted these woods since my teens and never heard anything like that before. No houses around for miles. So it couldn't have been like neighbors or anything like that. He said, there's no way possible. He said that he's never heard anything like that. And all the times he's hunted this area and he's been hunting since he was a kid. Wow. Possible Bigfoot. So I don't know what your take is on, on this whole Bigfoot thing, but um, it seems like, It's a legitimate phenomenon. that there is something going on with this Bigfoot stuff. Uh, I mean, I mean, Jesus. You click on Pennsylvania, and this whole thing is, like, lit up with pinpoints of where there's been sightings and reports. And, God, I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, even not far from where I live, I don't live far from – like I say, child State Forest and uh, uh, the tr- the four wheeler trails, where I was telling you about, and, and you know they they have a place up in uh, Peach Bottom where some kids experienced uh, a Bigfoot in 1976. Uh, I was I was a small child then, but uh, these teenagers they experienced uh, this phenomena up in uh, Peach Bottom. In 1976, pretty crazy trying to find that where that is. Let's see. Here it is right here. This was in York County. Let's see. This was in 19... So it was in a three-year span that these kids were seeing this stuff from 1973 to 1976. this was in Peach Bottom Township, PA. This was in York County, PA. And this is where I live. Um, Location details, Peach Bottom Township, Village of Delta, which isn't far from me, maybe about 40 minutes from where I live. Uh, We're we're on the Mason-Dixon line near Cardiff in Whiteford, Maryland, which, yeah, it's not far from me. About six miles from the Muddy Creek, Where it joins uh, the Susquehanna River down in the uh, hollow south of the Muddy Creek between uh, SR 74 and SR 851, which is their roads. Um, That's Royal Road 74 and 851. uh, Lies a pastoral hollow near the creek where there is a clearing served by an old logging trail, which I never knew that was down there. Uh during the summers of nineteen seventy three 1973 through 1973, 76 inclusive there were repeated sightings of a Bigfoot like creature that was encountered by many of the students who attended uh Dale high School and would camp and party there in the hollow during the summer, which I heard that i I've never read this before, but I heard that uh many years ago uh let's see also There were several abandoned uh, slate uh, quarries, heavily wooded, and they provide an incredible degree of nearly inaccessible habitat for the alleged beast. Uh, Observed a large man like creature covered in hair, nearly seven foot tall, covered in hair with a great, with a, what's that say, a gait, nearly four foot in length. Wow. Uh, The stories. The stories that while we were in school, and uh, many sightings would be seen during the beginning and near the end of deer season. So basically, it's following the the uh, deer season, which, which sounds like it hunts. So it sounds like these these Bigfoots do follow a deer pattern, which is probably their their food. So they're following a the deer pattern wherever the deer the deer are moving in season. They move along with them and they're hunting them, which is pretty cool. That's giving you a pattern of maybe how they they hunt and they travel. Uh they, they follow the deer, which is smart. They're following their food. Um, also uh noticed uh let's see. This is in near Philadelphia Electric's Peach Bottom Nuclear Power Plant. There is a nuclear power plant there. Uh, the Peach Bottom Nuclear Power Plant, which I've, I've fished along there, um, thirty-seven miles south, Three Mile Island. Yeah, that's right near Three Mile Island. Which, uh, if anyone knows in this country in the United States, it almost melted down. We almost had a Chernobyl incident at Three Mile Island in the '80s. There is a documentary on that on Netflix about the uh, the Peach Bottom almost meltdown. That would have been disastrous. Um, that would have killed everyone within a fifty mile radius of that plant, which my house is in a fifty mile radius of that plant. I don't live far from Peach Bottom Power Plant. It's no longer uh, operable anymore, but uh, it almost melted down. And it's kind of weird. They do see UFO sightings near Peach Bottom and Three Mile Island. There are UFO, a lot of UFO sightings and Bigfoot sightings. Uh, and there's also a uh, an old. Uh, they actually have a festival of this Bigfoot um forgot what the hell they call it in Columbia, Pennsylvania. Excuse me, folks. Oh my lord, I'll get the yawners for night for some reason. I guess cause it's uh Monday night. <laughs> but uh hope y'all had a good fourth of July here in the United States. Uh that today is the fourth of July for us. Uh, celebrating our independence day um but uh i had a few many drinks this morning today (laughs) but uh yeah there is a little legend in columbia pennsylvania of a little uh little bigfoot it's not uh from what it's they've seen this thing at this place called chicky rocks it's a small bigfoot it's like four foot tall little hairy creature they i forgot what the hell they call this thing um They do a festival every year in Columbia, Pennsylvania about this little Bigfoot thing. Uh, Dang, I can't remember what the name of it was. Uh, It'll come to me one of these times. But uh, yeah, Bigfoot. They're real. I think they're real. They gotta be real. They gotta be real. And uh, we have a ton of them in Pennsylvania. But, you know, you click on a map of the United States, and they're all over the United States. I mean, they stretch down into South America. They go up into Alaska, really big on the uh, West Coast in Oregon, and up through British Columbia, um, and Alberta, Canada. Uh, Man, I mean, it just, it goes, so many sightings. These things got to be real, folks. They got to be real, without a doubt. Pennsylvania is just the tip of the iceberg of, of sightings. Uh, you go to the to the west coast; I mean, it's unbelievable uh, of the sightings, and whew. I mean, we could go on and on with the stories. Just in Pennsylvania, could probably do a three hour show on it. But uh, wow, man, it is a ton of stuff. Good God. Well, folks, I'm going to wrap this up for tonight. Uh, thank you for coming uh, coming to the show and listening to the Paranormal Journal. I'm going to have way more stuff coming on about Bigfoot, and I'm going to have some Bigfoot experts, uh, UFOs, Exorcists. Uh, I'm going to have Rob on with uh, Ghost Tech uh, again. He wants to talk about some new and upcoming stuff he's going to be building for doing paranormal investigations which I am glad because this guy's awesome. He's helping us, you know, try to figure out these these paranormal things with ghosts and maybe try to detect them better. And uh, I really appreciate his knowledge in this field. And uh, he's going to be a regular on the show talking about his equipment. So definitely stay tuned for that. I am going to have Archbishop... uh, Frey on. Probably gonna have try to get Archbishop Bishop Long on. Archbishop Long. I'm gonna try to get him on as well. I've been talking to him uh, about a few things. Bill Bean's gonna come on uh, with me again, and uh, it's just gonna be fun. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm gonna have Barry Comrade probably back on again with uh, Jeff Wheatcraft and those investigators from that did the uh, San Pedro haunting. We're gonna have. I'm gonna have a three. There's three guys on all at once talking about everything that happened with that investigation I definitely want to talk with jeff wecraft he's the man who got hung in the attic in that case so it's so much good stuff that's going to happen with uh, this paranormal stuff and uh the bigfoot stuff the ufo stuff oh my god we need to go on and on about the ufo stuff which we're going to i'm going to have some pretty cool people on about the ufos we just did crystal skulls with joshua shapiro and uh, he's gonna probably be coming back on as well, uh talking more about you know his uh programs that he's building. And uh, it's just gonna be a a lot of fun. So keep tuning in, share the podcast, like it, go to Podbean and uh follow me on Podbean and you'll get all the uh, updates when I go live and stuff like that, when I do episodes. And uh I will have some merchandise I'm gonna be giving out to people. So you know, if you want a uh, mug. A coffee mug, a paranormal journal coffee mug, or something like that, then give me an email, send me an email at uh paranormal journal eighteen dot oh sorry, paranormal journal eighteen at comcast dot net. I keep wanting to give you my website for my uh paranormal group. At, and if you want to go to that, you can go to that. That's the Harrisburg Area Paranormal uh dot com. You can go check that out, or you can go to uh Harrisburg Area Paranormal dot-com check that site out as well but i will be having a i'm going to get another uh, website for the uh, paranormal journal but if you want uh, some memorabilia or something from the uh, paranormal journal you want a coffee mug or a t-shirt or something like that just uh send me an email at uh, paranormal journal 18 at comcast net, and now uh i'll try to get you some uh Some memorabilia from the show and uh hopefully you like it i'm going to have some pretty cool coffee cups made up and stuff like that because i like coffee so uh definitely stay tuned folks and uh, you have a good rest of your week i will have another episode posting here shortly with uh rob from ghostgeartech.com he's going to come back on and we're going to do another show here over the next couple days and i'll be posting that one real quick too so Definitely, definitely tune in, folks. Come to Podbean. Download the app on your tablet, your iPhone. Follow me on there. Share this post out to your friends, your family, whoever. You know, I, the more listeners, the better for me. I, I love people hearing my content and hearing what I have to say. Thank you for all my uh, loyal listeners that download every uh, every episode, and uh, I appreciate you, and keep listening. You guys have a great rest of your week, and. uh I will see you guys soon. That will conclude our broadcast of the Paranormal Journal podcast. Have a great night.